We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Rotowire After Dark Champions League show. My name is Jack Burkhart. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Burkhart. And it is a great pleasure, but with great sadness, that I'm joined with by I'm joined with Ryan Belongi. This is the last of the group stages. I've really enjoyed doing the show. Champions League DFS, I think, is the most fun DFS just flat out. It's the best sweat. It's during the afternoon, so you can kind of just slack off on your work. I'll miss it for the few months that we have off. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'll, I'll miss it too. These I like these after dark shows. And yeah, Champions League is the best. Hopefully we'll continue them in the spring. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sad without Champions League in our lives. We got one more slate that but uh yeah, I'm doing I don't know, man. I'm frustrated, like I was telling you before. Cash went fine, but I don't really play that much cash. I was telling you, I just just missed one play, and that was Di Maria, and it happened to be the play that you needed. I mean, he outscored everyone by a ton, 38 points, and he was chalk. And um, I only had one Di Maria lineup. And I was, yeah, I guess it got fifth in King of the Pitch, but it was the highest scoring card, Felia lineup, who missed a big chance at the end. So I, I still could have came away with a decent day, but wasn't to be. Um, but I don't know, like all the other stuff we talked about, we got the Played the right goalies, played the right punts, played OC men, played our Turkoglu or Karem. I don't know, however you say his last name. I mean, just, and yeah, I think it was, my, I mean, it's frustrating because I guess it was my fault. I, I should have had, he should have, Di Maria should have been like a stronger part of my core. I, I miss the fact that Benfica needed to win by two goals and they took that very seriously. We were talking about motivation yesterday, and yeah, frustrating. Frustrating to miss just one play who happens to be like the third chalkiest player, and he he nukes the slate. Goes Um, off for 38. Scores an Olympico. Which was just like, sorry, yeah, the the Olympico too. I mean, what is the keeper doing? It's not, it wasn't even like, you know, it wasn't even one that goes in the top corner, which, which are sweet. This one was, I mean, like, I don't know what the keeper's doing, but it wasn't even yeah. good. It was just a, right. it wasn't even good. It was just it. a lucky Olympico. Yeah. I think I commented in the discord can't fade set piece takers for the Olympico equity. 
and um, I hope he played <laughs> Di Maria <laughs> in cash games. Yeah, frustrating. I didn't really think Benfica was going to try. This is a team that's made it, you know, made good runs into the UCL knockouts. And I just thought that they'd probably take this, like, F this attitude to the Europa League. Thought Salzburg would take it a little bit more seriously. But, I mean, that's how fickle these things are. You know, I'm not in the Benfica locker room. Maybe these guys want to play for a Europa League title. Probably one of their best chances to win a title. So, they did whatever happened. They took it seriously. And uh, it was a Di Maria or no money. Um, Ryan, I wanted to talk about cash games because I thought cash games were quite interesting. So the way things set up, we only had one of the Galatasaray midfielders that we mentioned in cash game consideration. Krim or Turkoglu started. Hakim Ziyech, for some reason, was on the bench, which I think even the announcers remarked. That was very weird. And they looked more lively with him on the field. But it was kind of like um, walking around with like uh, oversized shoes, trying to fit everything into a cash game team. It was just, I couldn't find something that I was completely happy with. I thought Osiman and Di Maria were good plays. And I was thinking about spending up on someone like Politano. I mean, Kvartskelia was 70% in cash, which I was a little bit surprised by. I wasn't, I, I mean, I thought he was a good play, but I thought why pay 2000 more for KK when I can just spend down 2000 on Osiman? I get away with the goal which uh, felt good. That was a pretty clumsy goal that Osiman was able to score, but he was one of the most likely goal scorers. But otherwise, I thought I played most of the best plays. I mean, I had Osiman, Di Maria, Arturkulu, Chalinoglu, who didn't do well. You called that in the tournament portion of the show, but you don't really want to fade that role. Most everyone played DeMarco and Gonsalves. Shout out Big Z for the pronunciation tip. And um, that left me with just like a lot of clunky 2v2s. So I was looking at like a Zakarian, Jan Sommer lineup. I was looking at a spend down at goalkeeper and play Politano instead of Osiman. But there's this weird Opta thing. Juranovic was set to be lined up on the wing. And I noticed that it wasn't a horrible spot for Union Berlin, like 28% to win. They were playing at home. Real Madrid didn't have much incentive. I thought he could do all right. It really didn't happen, but it was just going to be a little bit clunky no matter what. I have Pew Pew Pew's lineup. He spent up for Kvartskelia and then paid down for goalkeeper and then spending in a similar range for utility. I think that would be the main swap off this lineup. Ryan, it was scary for me fading Kvartskelia chalk, and I clenched when he missed that close chance. Do you think we missed something there with $9,100 Kvartskelia? Um, maybe. Um, but it's like you said, who do you play him over? You play him over OC men, right? which would also be a scary fade. He happens to be 2K cheaper and also more likely to score two goals. I mean, what was, you know, KK was 70%. What was Osiman? I think he was also in 70%. So if I pull up the percent, so this is the $25 so double you, up. So basically you got to fade one of those 70% guys mm-hmm. or Di Maria. And I see more people faded Di Maria, but that would have been even a bigger mistake. Um, it turned out, you know, Napoli, they didn't really need to score a ton of goals. So there, I guess there, there wasn't as many floor points in that game either as we might have thought there there would be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you, you, I think it was the right decision. Um, for me, I landed on that same lineup as you. It actually took me about one minute because that that lineup was my placeholder, but with Reguillon in the flex. And I just ha- see that Juranovic is the same price, maybe playing wing back with Madrid, sort of with a weaker team out there. Um, so, yeah, I, di- I didn't mind it. Like, I liked the rest of the lineup. 
Like I figure, like I don't know. I like you have to pay down for goalie and to play KK, and then fade Osiman. Like hope you fade the Osiman brace. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with I'm fine with what I did. I guess I didn't really want to play Uranovich either, but I liked the lineup. I should have went down to Susich, but it's it's tough to leave. It's tough to leave like even 700 salary or whatever that would have been on the table, 800 salary. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're right. It was a clunky. It was, it was clunky. Um, I don't know if Osiman's finish was that clunky though. He, he did, he did pretty well there actually. I thought. Uh, not the most beautiful goal you'll see, but right. He's a striker and his job is to score goals and he scored the goal. Yeah, I think clunky is the right way to pull it. Um, I think in the Champions League slate, I once saw Saramek leave 4K on the table. So, you know, everything is possible if you're uh, mentally strong enough. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing with uh, Suchik. But um, yeah, that, that was kind of, those were kind of the main decision points. And um, I don't know. That feels good to book a win. And uh, yeah, I'll take it. I won't complain. A place where I did not book a win, Ryan, in tournaments was I want you to take a look at what I played in the scissor kick. This was my single entry lineup. And um, what I decided to do was spend up twice at forward. I played Moira Cardi, and then there was no um, Lautaro who I was going to play. I want to get back even on Lautaro one of these days. So I settled on Marcus Turum. Ryan, ultimately, I think this was bad. I thought, oh, Alexis starts. He's going to get subbed off for Lautaro. I neglected the fact that Marco Arnautovic was on the bench. Turum only played 65 minutes. I thought maybe there'd be more goals, more goals for Inter, but you know, I guess I got him at five percent. But I don't think that's great a play. Otherwise, I played the best plays at midfield. I played Schlager and then El Unusi. There's a lot of correlation. I played multiple players from the Galatasaray Copenhagen game, and then I just thought it would be a good spot for Inter. So it looks like decent roster ship on this lineup, but you know, sometimes you finish 102 out of 106. <laughs> yeah. Um... I hate the Chalanoglu play. I mean, I we, I said it on the pod yesterday, but I, I, you know, he could have got a penalty kick. Uh, yeah, I kind of decided. I also play, I played El Yunusi in my high stakes lineup. Didn't quite work out, so I like that gamble. I played those defenders. Yeah, I like. I I played Karem. I just just like I don't know. It's easy to say in hindsight, but I just I got off that Inter Sociedad game kind of altogether. And it I think up, that was sharp. It looks sharp, but, you know, it's obviously a one-game sample. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like that ownership, though, on Taram. You can't win them all, Jack, you know? I yeah. see I see. you've been winning plenty, though. I mean, that DraftKings balance is just sky high. No, <laughs> stop it. I think there's uh, there's people that play with uh, people that play with plenty more. I'm just a modest uh, grinding math professor over here. But yeah, you know, it feels good to donate to the good people of Scissor Kick. You're welcome for uh, paying the rake and playing a guy who only was going to play 55 minutes. So shout out to me, one of the good guys in the lobby. All right, let's um, let's get on to this uh, present slate. So I think this is a more difficult slate to analyze because salary is a bit tighter. But the incentives are a bit more, are also a bit stranger in this one. So I had to write them all down so I remember. But um, Atletico Madrid are favorites at home against Lazio. And Atletico Madrid need a, need a draw. Or, yeah, I think they just need a win or a draw. And they're guaranteed first place. Both of those teams are going to advance. But, you know, Lazio has to win. Really difficult road visit to Atletico Madrid. But that's somewhat interesting. Although I really never want to bet on another team to score um against atletico madrid at home when it matters 
So we'll see how that one goes. I, I don't think Lazio is a great spot to attack, but that game could be interesting if there is a goal early. Um, Barcelona are base. I think they just need to draw against Royal Antwerp. Zero points for Royal Antwerp. So they're big favorites, even on the road. Adam has a lineup where they rotate. So it's one of those, it's similar to the Napoli situation. They don't need to throttle Antwerp. If they score two goals, they might just kind of chill and, you know, coast their way to their first place spot. The most consequential matchup is a Porto, the biggest favorite of the slate at home against Shakhtar. Both those teams are on nine points and I think Porto are currently in second place. Um, Shakhtar need a win to advance, I believe. So that one is going to be very intense. And then everything up, everything in the PSG group of death is also kind of up for grabs. Dortmund are guaranteed to advance, but need a result against PSG to keep first place. Paris are currently in second place, but a winner in Newcastle versus AC Milan has a chance to take second place if they don't get business done. So I think this is a pretty good spot for PSG, even though it's on the road at Dortmund. They they're going to have to play to win, in my opinion. And then one of the most interesting question marks, Adam wrote about this in his article on the site. You have Feyenoord Celtic in a game that means absolutely nothing. Um, Celtic guaranteed to finish fourth. Feyenoord guaranteed to finish third. You notice that it has a pretty high goal total. Maybe they just uh, maybe this game shoots out a little bit and then and, and, uh, Celtic try to put on a show for their fans in their last European competition of the season. Ryan, what were your thought first thoughts about the games on this slate? Uh, pretty much how you broke it down. Uh, first thought was like the spot for Porto. They need a result at home against Shakhtar is a great matchup. Barcelona, we're going to have to wait on the lineup. They should rotate, but you never know. And, you know, if Lewandowski starts, he'll have a tough decision because it's a really good matchup. Um, I think it's an underrated spot for Mbappe. Like you said, PSG need the result more than Dortmund. Uh, Newcastle, Milan have everything to play for. That's an interesting game. Yeah, Celtic Feyenoord, I think you can take some chances there. You don't really know what you're going to get, but you could definitely see goals. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting slate. Um, from what I saw, it really lacked cheap options. Like, there, the, I saw like almost no good punts, which makes the slate real, which makes the slate interesting because today there was a ton, like maybe even 10 today. Tomorrow, there's I don't know. I couldn't find Maybe. any on my first look. Like, <laughs> no. And like Miley, for example, is 3,300, but I'm not so sure he's going to start. Uh, Longstaff is back healthy, and it wouldn't surprise me to see Longstaff back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that makes the slate interesting. And, yeah, like I agree with like with how you broke it down. There's like some merit to – Almost all the games. Yeah, even with the the nihilism, nothing matters in the Celtic Feyenoord. Again, I mean, it has a high goal total. Who knows? We've seen games in the last week of the Premier League, for example, shootouts, even though the teams had really nothing on the table. I mean, sometimes you just want to go out there and score goals. Right. Or at least that's the thought. Maybe we can find some cheap punts as we take our second look at the slate, Ryan. But let's uh, dig into forward. This is the, you know, batch of six games where we have a lot of we have a lot of strong forwards that we want to choose from. I mean, thank God that Manchester City aren't on this slate because that would create a whole nother <laughs> headache. You can play the two gamer. 
at noon if you want to do that. We got Kylian Mbappe at 11,000. Pretty good floor based on shots. And if you know that PSG have to attack all game, that's going to be a spot where I want to find that money for Mbappe. Again, the problem is there's just no cheap punts that you really want to end up playing. So you're going to have to make a sacrifice. Lewandowski, interesting at 10.6K. If he does start, I don't know if he's even guaranteed to go a full 90 minutes, but Louis is one of these guys in a really soft matchup. He could score two goals just like that. Uh, Antoine Griezmann, 10.3K. Um, Adam wrote in his article, you know, it seems like a good cash play on principle because he's, uh, you know, takes most of the set pieces. It's just not a spot where Atletico Madrid have to do too much. You know, you could pay 700 more for Mbappe, who's more likely to bail you out with goals and assists and still gets a decent floor. Um, do you think you're going to spend up once, at least in cash games for one of these expensive forwards? I think you want to spend up above like 8,000 twice, but um, there's just so much ceiling with this group of teams. But who do you like the most, Ryan? Yeah, you're definitely spending up for one of these guys. Um, you're just going to have the money for it. Um, maybe even two, like you said. Um, yeah, I don't know. Griezmann seems like the cash play. Uh, you know, I like, I, I prefer to play Mbappe, but I don't know, for 700 cheaper. Like, isn't that what you think? I, I don't know. Can, can you, seems like Griezmann will be chalking cash. I, I don't know. Yeah. It feels gross to want to play, to pay up, to play someone who doesn't take set pieces like Griezmann will. But again, I'm just not sure how much attacking incentive Atletico Madrid have. But maybe that's a GPP take. It doesn't really get you much because Mbappe will be chalky, but absolutely no problem paying for Griezmann. And that $700, Ryan, it might matter quite a bit if you want to fill out the rest of your lineup adequately. Because if you spend up twice at forward and spend up for a midfielder, you are starting to dumpster dive pretty quickly in the rest of your spots. Um, there, there is some merit for Mbappe, though. I mean, his shot volume is insane. He's the most likely goal scorer of the slates. And, um, you know, if Griezmann only gets you 10 points at 10.3K, that's quite costly in my opinion. So, you know, how many outcomes I'm wondering as I'm trying to digest this. And again, I want to say Griezmann is a good play I and mean, he probably will be the chalky option, but how many times does Griezmann sink you with more than 20 points in cash games? I'm trying to kind of work out the range of outcomes. You know, if I have the $700, would I want to play Mbappe in cash? Again, it's, it doesn't feel like heuristically the right discussion, but when you start to layer on the game incentives, I get a little bit of Mbappe FOMO. Do you really think 10 points from Griezmann will cost you? I mean, who else on this slate? Who's going to be chalk at forward? I don't even know who to... I think second forward's the toughest decision. I Maybe you found someone that I didn't, but... And, like, you go to midfield, there's a couple mid-range guys to plug in. You go to defender, Trippier is... is basically it and then you probably pay down at a spot Mm -hmm. i just don't i don't know who people are going to play on this slate i i I just i don't know a a barca forward like a a porto forward yeah perhaps where do you go next well i don't know i want to go back to that comments about like 10 points from greats on killing you i I think it does if uh you know mbappe gets an eight point floor and then scores a goal which is, again, the most likely outcome per the odds. This might just be right. like too much of paranoia thinking, and it's tough to really digest the goal scoring stuff. But like Mbappe has a floor. I mean, the cheat sheet, it's not a large sample, but you can take a look at his page for 
the French league as well. I mean, he's got like a 10 point floor based on, you know, he gets fouled, he gets some shots on goals. He'll create a couple chances for his teammates. He has to take the penalties. I don't know. I think when the incentive is there, I mean, the worst thing that could happen for Antoine Griezmann is that like, there's an early goal, like Morata just scores a stupid goal early on. Atletico Madrid are not going to try to pour salt into the wound. I mean, I think they'll just professionally see the game out. Maybe I have the wrong impression of Atletico Madrid, but I do think it's worth it's worth thinking about the tail risk that does happen with Antoine Griezmann. I, th- yeah. I think I'm more likely to play him than Mbappe, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if I decide to play. If I flip the cards and it's Mbappe, I think it's a defensible decision. Oh yeah, me too. I think you could, you know, you could. Somebody starts their lineup with Mbappe on the slate; it's fine. Um, I think he has similar risk if someone on PSG scores that's not him. Um, But and like as far as Atletico, Lazio don't really have too much to play for either, and Lazio just aren't very good. So it's it's a fine like it's a fine spot. Madrid at home I think but yeah I hear you like I want to play Mbappe too I don't love the spot for Griezmann just feels yeah I don't know maybe it's just maybe you can go either way can you play both it's tough that would be tough I haven't tried um I mean that might solve all the problems just uh play both and find the right punts especially if they show up a little bit later in the slate you'd have to fade to play both you'd have to fade either O'Reilly or Trippier Maybe O'Reilly. Tough. Maybe O'Reilly, right? I mean, maybe there's a cheaper option that you can play at second forward, which you said is kind of the more difficult part of the decision. Um, there's some good tournament options, like, you know, Medi Taremi and Alvaro Morata. Some cashy type options. Rafael Liao at 7,700 in a must win game for Milan. That might be more of a tournament play, but he can really crush an open play floor. You have cheap um, Porto forwards like Evan Nielsen at 6,900. He usually plays like 75 minutes, not guaranteed to go a full 90, but that is an intriguing play. Adam mentioned Igor Paichow at 6,700. If Calvin Stengs doesn't start, you might get 75 minutes of Paichow. And he would take most of the set pieces for the Feyenoord squad in that case. So I think that is somewhat interesting. Although if I flip the cheat cheat tab over to midfield forward, the name on my wish list, Ryan, is Kang in Lee. I believe Usman Dembele is suspended. Kang should be taking most of PSG's set pieces, though I'll, I have noticed that Vitinha has chipped in on some set pieces. Kang's minutes aren't the best, but if I don't play uh, Mbappe, I do want some equity on this PSG side, and Kang seems like a pretty good price for someone taking most of the set pieces in this matchup. Oh, what were you thinking a second forward? Uh, yeah, I thought Kang was probably the best option. Um... If you have the money, he, he's he's a little expensive, but with Dembele out, he should take most of the sets. You mentioned Vitinha might take some. I don't. It never surprises me if Mbappe takes a corner, but yeah, I like yeah. I think Kang's pretty good in this spot. He's played ninety in back to back starts. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the other. You said if Stangs was out. Yeah, if Stangs is out, I think you can play Pai Chow for sure for 6,700. Taking sets and I believe pens as well. Um, that seems pretty good. Porto guys, Pepe. Pepe is 6,500. I think you could play him. 
I guess you could play Evan Nielsen too for 6,900. I think Pepe's floor is better, but Evan Nielsen's definitely more likely to score. Um, I think the Barca forwards are fine. Uh, risky. But like if you think you can pick out the guy that's going to play 90 minutes, he's probably a pretty good option. Um which guy is it that's going to play 90 minutes? It was really frustrating look at the looking at these Barcelona floors. Like, uh, I think like is, is limited minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think Yamal would have the best chance to play 90 minutes, in my opinion. Um, and if you look at the lineup, like whoever has Barca sets could crush in this spot. You know, probably not going to have Gunduan. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not going to have Rafinha. They're their their first two set takers. Um, so I was looking at Farron Torres. His game logs look really bad. I mean, he, his <laughs> last three starts, he went 55, 59, 61. I mean, I know three start three, then three straight nineties before that, that was like before they had Felix and before they were playing these other guys, but I don't know. I was hoping, I was hoping, I don't know, I guess, I was worried about his minutes, but I guess there's a chance he could go 92. I don't know. I think they're good prices on both those Barca guys. So probably better tournament plays than cash. But if you pick the Barca guy that goes 90 and is taking sets, that's just a great spot. Um, I know Pedri's back. He's taking, he hasn't taken sets this year, but in similar spots, he'd taken some in, in previous seasons. So Isn't he expensive, would, like eighty one hundred? Yeah, he's eight eighty one. Yeah, like you're not going to play that, but just just saying, it wouldn't shock me if he took some corners, depending on the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I think plenty of options in the GPP range, almost too many. Like, I'd be interested in tickets with Leao, Lamal, like a lot of the Barcelona players. Gamble, they scored, not, they play ninety in the GPP format. You know, play any of these Porto forwards in this matchup. I think you'll have plenty of options. I mean, Isaac at 6,800 for tournaments. All the Newcastle forwards are cheap. I think uh, Anthony Gordon's like 7K. Plenty of places to go. But again, it's a little bit of a struggle what you want to do in cash. Um, but yeah, um, maybe Pai Chow shows up and it's just him. Maybe that will be the move so that you can uh, use some salary elsewhere. But not sure how much that'll that'll get you. Yeah. That would seem like a pretty, pretty easy click without Stangs. I mean, you, you figure he's probably going to get subbed, but probably doesn't matter. Yeah, I like the Newcastle guys for tournaments for sure. They're all cheap. Yeah. Did any of these uh, lower price forwards um, stick out to you? There really wasn't many cheap forwards that seemed worth playing. Um, the one that came up, I think, I don't know if I can find him in the cheat sheets. Maybe he's not being projected to start, but... uh. Furuhashi is like 4,600. I think he's forward eligible for Celtic. It really just doesn't seem like a good spot to spend down at the forward position. I mean, we just gave you like 20 different plays that are quite good. Who You wouldn't be surprised if they scored a brace, price 6,500 and above. You should probably just spend up twice. Yeah, I agree. There's just too many options in the mid-6Ks to 7K to upper. There's just too many of those options. And... Not enough punts, like like not enough punts to justify, like not using those mid range guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like this does doesn't even count. But 
he's six K, but Zubkov is splitting sets and probably has the highest floor ceiling combo for for Shakhtar. I know they're the biggest underdog, but those teams are both on nine points. And if Porto go up, obviously Shakhtar have to throw everything they have at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zubkov is the best, the best Shakhtar option. That's more of a tournament play. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't see it. Like, yeah, you could punt a Celtic guy, right? You could punt mm-hmm. a Celtic guy in tournaments. I think that's, that's about it. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels kind of gross. And if you punt a Celtic guy, maybe that's like something that would, you'd play an expensive forward anyways. <laughs> like, in a, yeah, in a right. right. Your lineup. You so might have to punt like, it. Yeah. Or you, you punt a Celtic guy it might even be in like the flex. Yeah. You Which know, I guess paying, would be fun. Yeah. Just no like structural reason for it, in my opinion. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to hopefully get you talking about midfield and see if I can, uh, build one of these uh great small uh, mbappe lineups but i just did a swap and oh boy am i running low on money i wish i got some bonus bucks from dk for uh helping them promote their game but let's take a look at the midfield options um i think even if ilkay gunduan started 8500 for uh his open play role and you're relying just on set pieces which might be split depending on the personnel that's a little bit gross to me. I'm not sure you would have the money. I don't know. I just hope it's not a headache that we have to think about. But I'm a certified Gunduan hater, for better or for worse. Um, scrolling down, Ryan, the first names that seemed interesting for me to cat in cash were, you know, the 6,000s here. Again, I think this is a block of games where the midfield hasn't been good, like the entire Champions League slate. So Matt O'Reilly at 6,200, splitting set pieces. Maybe a Palma takes some for Celtic. At 6,200 for a guy who plays 90, I think he's been getting the job done. Um, I think he's a perfectly reasonable play. And then someone who almost seems mispriced until you look at his game logs and uh, don't really feel great about it is uh, Steven Eustachio at 5,300. You figure he's going to contribute on some of the corners and direct free kicks for Porto. But boy, if you open up his logs, Ryan, I don't know if you did. There's a lot of three, four or five pointers in there. It doesn't really feel good. I've looked on you know, seen in the Portuguese league, you know, how many corners were Porto getting a lot of games for Porto are only getting two, three corners. Maybe that's just variance, but, um, Eustachio, if he's chalk in tournaments, I mean, you probably pay him in cash games that price, but from a tournament point of view, who do you pivot off to though? It's, it's a difficult situation. I don't know. What do you think of midfield? Well, I think you broke it down correctly, but then it's, who do you pivot to? And the, there's just there's not a lot of value there. There's not a lot of punts, so it's it's a weird situation where he might actually be a decent play. Um, yeah, he took he only took two corners over the weekend for Porto, but he also had two assists and three shots and played ninety minutes. Um, he's just too cheap. Yeah, I know his game logs don't look great, but a lock for cash for sure. Yep. Um, O'Reilly, yeah, I'd like you'd like him to be taking more set pieces. He it seems like he's definitely splitting. He's definitely splitting with Palma. Uh over the weekend I see Palma took four and O'Reilly took one. Although O'Reilly scored a goal. I mean, he always plays ninety minutes, it seems like. Seems like a pretty good player too, from what I've seen of him. Um so yeah, trying to decide if it's if it's if you play, because you have to fade him if you're going to try to play Griezmann and Mbappe. Like, can you fade a guy like O'Reilly? 
probably, but he's a pretty good play probably too. I think it's pretty easy to just play O'Reilly and Eustachio in cash. Never paying Gunduan, like you said. Um, I just don't know where else you go. Yeah, that's what I have. I'm not happy about it, but I really couldn't find anything else that I quite like. I mean, if you keep on scrolling down, I mean, like, I noticed that, I guess, for GPPs, Bruno Gamera is someone who shoots from distance sometimes at 4,500. Maybe you could do something like that, but that's pretty gross. Um, And you scroll down even more. I mean, Reinders maybe for Milan, depending on the formation, but he doesn't take set pieces. So that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel particularly good whatsoever. You know, maybe a Loftus-Cheek if he starts, maybe a Lewis Miley if he starts. You could get smoked and you, any of these punts could easily just score three points and uh, bye-bye. And, you know, O'Reilly has a much better floor. You're sacrificing a lot to jam two expensive forwards. Yeah. It's a very weird slate. There's almost no value. Um, Bruno, I looked at Bruno for 4,500. Yeah, he's one of the better options. I mean, you could almost you could almost use him in, in the flex if you wanted to in, in cash games. I mean, mm-hmm. like that, like that's how weird this slate is. There's just there's I don't there wasn't anyone under him that I would be comfortable playing uh, Miley. Like I, I'm just, I'm, I just not sure if Miley's going to start anymore, but Miley for 3,300. Sure. I don't know who there is after that. I mean, if you want to just an absolute tournament dart, you can play this. Uh, where is he? I think he was for Shakhtar. Um, Newerton 4,100 Newerton. He like, he always gets subbed first, but he's a little Brazilian with a ton of potential. But that's like a tournament dart. What's his uh, transfer value? You sometimes drop that to help make your case. Do you have I, that I, up? I, no, but I got to pull it up now because he's only 18, Newerton. Just a little guy. They only got him $3 million, Jack. $3, $3 million, million 18-year-old Brazilian. So... Shakhtar have had success with the Brazilians for as long as I can remember. Yeah, was it uh, Douglas Costa back in the day wreaking havoc in Champions League, I think? Yep, yep. Some definite good names. I don't know. Shakhtar always can produce performances. I'm totally fine throwing the dart. I think Sudikov, who's not as much of an attacking player, he has very good game longs in Champions League. I don't know. This Shakhtar team has some fight to them. I've watched them play, and I don't think they're like a completely helpless squad. So uh, no, no, not at tournaments, all. He, I would be fine doing that, especially to get off of O'Reilly. Though, yeah, but yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You're right, though. I, I mean, he feels a little too expensive, but you're right. He's been playing well, and he could take a corner or two. It is, a, it is a good pivot in tournaments. Yeah, similar to you know, it just it'd be tough for me to not click. Zubkov instead, but maybe you need a midfielder. Actually, you might need to fill a midfield spot. So that, that's that's a good shout. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking for any reason that I can get off of. Like, if the midfield chalk, if I just told you it was any slate, and I told you the midfield chalk was Matthew O'Reilly and Steven Eustachio, I think your first yeah. uh, GPP instinct would be 
how the hell do I fade this chalk? So yeah, I'm because they, for reasonable ways to do it. They both could score under ten for sure, right? So I think a good move for tournaments is to play. Uh, obviously, just you go a little bit higher and play some of these guys that are forward eligible as well. You know, you have you have Anthony Gordon, seven K, Galliano for seventy one for Porto with, with more upside. Some of the Barcelona guys are also midfield eligible. I don't know. I'll, I'll probably do that in tournaments, but yeah, I don't know. Again, then you still have to find a punt. And hopefully, hopefully we can, but yeah, Miley, I think serviceable punts, Bruno Gamaris. I mean, you can do it. If Bruno is like 25% in the double upside plan, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I can see what he allows. I, get me it. To I do. mean, if, 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 especially if Miley doesn't start, yeah. he's going to look like he's probably going to look like the cheapest viable option. Yeah. Well, I think we're just going to have to see until lineups come out. But midfield is gross. I think you broke it down well. You're just probably playing a forward eligible spot and GPPs. We got Mr. Info in the chat. Never forget Shakhtar Fred, your Manchester United. Yes, Shakhtar Fred. Yep. Good stuff. So maybe uh, Newerton, he's going to be the next Shakhtar Brazilian to make a name for himself. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But um, midfield makes me sick, Ryan. Let's move on to the defender position where we have $7,800 Kieran Trippier staring us in the face. Newcastle are at home and they have to win. And they're slight favorites. Seems just pretty straightforward to play Trippier in cash games, especially. Feels like kind of a suicidal fade if you want to, you know, maybe make pay up for more studs at the forward position. I just think the floor could be outrageously good in this spot. Uh, Ryan, do you see any fragility in the Kieran Trippier range of outcomes? Mm, Not much. Maybe like an early Newcastle goal, but like even then, yeah, it seems like a pretty good spot at home against the Milan team that their back line's kind of shaken up. They might have Theo playing as a center back and Oh God. 
He's not even a good defender uh, at left back. That's worse than Luke Shaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a good spot for Trippier. Can't fade him in cash. Probably has a really high floor in this spot. Um, could fade him in tournaments just because of the fact that there's no punts. So, like, it might be a rare case where, yeah, if he, like, scores 12 or something, you you, you might want to fade that. I don't know. But, I, I mean, he's obviously still a really good tournament play, too. Um, there's just not much else at defender. Yeah, I guess the case for a thesis for fading trip here is that, you know, as like uh you know two of Griezmann and Mbappe or Lewandowski score braces and you just right. need to have those two guys and it doesn't matter That's that Trippier has a 15 point floor because you just can't play all those players together so right you probably absolutely need the salary to pull that off like I wouldn't do like some like balanced construction and then fade Trippier that doesn't that's too cute I think um but it would just have to be a lineup that couldn't possibly afford Trippier like not at all it would have to be like two thousand off like no can't even sniff. Uh, the trippier points but um i don't know feels dangerous that doesn't feel like the most likely outcome that two of the chalkiest players just score braces but then again it is the champions league and it used to be like that at least when i started playing these slates um something worth considering who else did you like at defender ryan i'm going to uh, keep on playing akrof hakimi until morale improves although he's going to be tough to afford on this slate at 5700 maybe it would just make it the most legendary spot for him to finally uh go off and score a goal like he has often earlier in league play this season. The, there really weren't many names yeah. that I want to play scrolling down either. What stood out to you at defender? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely in on Hakimi. Yeah. Uh, especially if people aren't going to play him. I mean, how do you fit him in? It's tough. You might be able to fit him in the flex. Um, if you, if you punt, like there might be one or two punt defenders you can play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's tough to fit him in. I don't think many people will play him. It's a revenge spot for for Hakimi. Uh, he he was great for Dortmund for a while, so add that add that in there. No, I, I yeah, I have interest there. Other than that, like not much going all the way down. I mean, you could gamble on one of the Barca guys, and if they go ninety minutes, it could end up being. It's probably going to be Balde and Roberto, but hmm, I'm not really feeling that. The, the I would go all the way down to all the way down to Sanusi, Zaidu Sanusi. Yep. I think is probably. Well, I'm I'm going to play him in cash, assuming these are the lineups. Yeah, I saw Zanussi at 3,800, and I was like, I wiped sweat off my brow. I'm like, okay, there's at least one spend-down option. He's not mm-hmm. on the cheat sheet, Ryan, but your boy Jorge Sanchez is projected to start on the other side at 3,900. My current dummy lineup that I made has both, just because I need the salary. Um, I got to check. Jorge Sanchez is just the most frustrating. Does he ever play? Does he ever play 90 minutes? I got I didn't look into it too much, so I'm glad that you are. Um, I'm going to check, but you know, whoever the Porto fullbacks are, are whoever the Porto fullbacks are, are good plays. It seems like it's going to be them, but Jao Mendes for 3,500 started started their last league game and took a corner or two. Um, and then you have Jao Mario, who's done the same. I don't know what's up with him. He's questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorge Sanchez. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could play Jorge Sanchez. He's been play, he's played ninety minutes in his in his last two league starts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the, the Porto guys are the Porto fullbacks are the best value for sure. Yeah. I mean, the the punts are just disgusting. I mean, uh, I was kind of intrigued by Fabian Schar because he's had some really good offensive outputs. Like sometimes he's like a defender who will like rip shots, but anytime I'm starting to tinker with maybe Fabian Schar is the play on this slate when there's six games, I think that's more of a testament to the uh, defender position as a whole than to uh, the individual play that is Schar. Ryan, do you know how expensive Florenzi is if he starts? I noticed that, uh, I don't know, it, he's kind of a mean player who screwed me over a few times. But if he takes most of the set pieces for Milan and is at a reasonable price. Yeah, he's it, 50, in a must win. He's 5,300. Yeah, never mind. You can disregard that comment. I didn't see him and I thought maybe he got mispriced, right. but uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I hear you. No, um, yeah, Shar, 3,100. Yeah, I don't mind center backs on this slate. No. You, you might need a center back on some lineups. Shar, we've Martin. seen Shar score his goals, right? The only, mm-hmm. only thing recently I saw it happened in the last Newcastle game too, but Trippier's been – Trippier, he made one recently, hit the crossbar recently. So, like, him and Shar, it seems like, you know, he's sort of been, like, taking – priority because he's been kind of hot like mm-hmm. Char, it seemed like Shar wanted to take the last one and Trippier overruled him but maybe that means Shar is up for for this Shar is next up you know um so yeah the 3100 that seems fine yeah especially in tournaments I mean if you're playing Pope and uh you know it's one of those situations where if Newcastle are winning he's going to face a lot of shots something that you can think about when the incentives are clear I don't know. It seems fine. You could play Marquinhos with uh, Donnarumma. You could play uh, David Carmo with uh, whoever the heck is playing goalkeeper for Porto these days. There's just no opportunity cost. So if you need the punts and it gets your other outfield spots fine, good chance that you could survive four or five points from one of these guys. And still what about uh, your, your boy Pepe is only 100 more than Char. I don't. Brian, <laughs> I'm mad thinking about that. I see the seat. Oh my God, I can't even talk. He's got it. a goal in him, Jack. You know it. Yeah, he's got a goal that robs me of a 1K score. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Maybe so you can get some of it back. The worst part when that happens. So Ryan's referring to when um I got pipped in the scissor kick and uh, that was a $500 drop. I finished second because, and I was happy about this because I had the Porto goalkeeper. I thought the Pepe goal sealed the win. And uh, little did I know is that one person played Pepe who was just clearly mashing buttons on his keyboard. If you're listening, congratulations. I'm just salty. But uh, yeah, that cost me a little bit of money. It that made was me unfortunate. Person. You know, when will it end, Ryan? When will it end? <laughs> what, what, what if you start a lineup with Costa? Yeah, you just, yeah. No, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> just the gigabrain portion of the show. Costa I'll... plus three Porto defenders. <laughs> just the, the clean... <laughs> Porto, they only seem to keep a clean sheet. You ship everything. Yeah, drop the clean sheet bomb. Ozzy's saying the Celtic and Feyenoord projected fullbacks are cheap. Yeah, um, actually, you can that's... play any cheap fullback. Yeah, that. Yeah, I should have. I was looking at those two Celt, the, the two Celtic guys, Taylor and Johnston. They're thirty two hundred and three k. Need to need like a Celtic expert to tell me which one of these guys is more likely to score or assist because. 
We have just, one in the Discord. I just don't know. No, we'll, neither. Uh, <laughs> it's probably no, no, no. neither, but <laughs> we'll ping him. His username's like a JBCM and then some numbers. No, no, I'll I'll add him right after the show and ask for the the full breakdown. A great uh, advertisement, the value add to get all the Celtic thought leaders join the Rotowire Discord. So, um, Rotowire.com yeah, but... backslash soccer trial if you want to join. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Ozzy. Like you, you can pump their three K. You can pump one of those guys if you if you need to. Yeah, Ian's saying a fair point on the other side. Uh, he always struggles with a dead rubber match. That's just a volatile thing. That's why it might make sense to go for it in GPPs. You know, there's no honor and yeah. no dishonor in finishing last. Says I struggle with it today. too, but you feel like you know at at home, Celtic at home, it's always still going to be Celtic at home in Europe is is a big night no matter what. Yeah. I agree. I, I share that view. So I would be fine punting on cheap Celtic players. Oh, do we have any uh, goalkeeper takes for the people? I think Ozzy mentioned early in the show that uh, Gregor Kobel, who was the hero of last week, he's going to be a guy who fades a lot of shots. And Ryan, shout out to you. Manuel Neuer got the win and clean sheet for Bayern Munich on the road. I saw him make a couple of nice saves in the Golazzo show. Mm-hmm. Mine so, a little hot streak with keeper, Jack. Look out. Look out. Hey, I got goalkeeper twice in a row, and I finally, my spend-up goalkeeper did not uh, completely bungle it. So that feels we, good. We broke the streak today. Your spend-up keeper got you 20. Got me 20. Just sent me straight What a to, world. What a world. I didn't, I didn't know that was possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who's the keeper on this slate? Do you have one? Koble? I think Ozzy's onto something there with Koble. If you don't play Mbappe in a tournament lineup, man, Koble's one of these guys who could score 14 points, not even get the clean sheet. That, that it feels like they might be launching shots. Those are the kind of outcomes that might be happening. I regret to inform everyone in my dummy cash game lineup, I have Gene Butez. Ryan, do I have any business playing Butez at home in a game where they're completely dead against Barcelona? Yeah, it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's keeper, so it's fine. Um, I, I, I don't know, Jack. Yeah, I, I, I think it's fine. You play whatever keeper you want. Um, I probably wouldn't play the Shakhtar keeper, but anyone else seems fine. Koble, if you don't have Mbappe for sure, he's going to face a ton of shots, at least until PSG score. Um. But yeah, I, unfortunately, I don't have as strong of a feeling about keepers on this slate. Like I would like to spend up if possible, but that would be tough. That's going to be tough if you're paying up for two forwards and Trippier. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just going to play whoever correlates. Yeah. I like Jan Oblak because he's sort of like the Alex Merritt type of play. Atletico Madrid are favorites, but... You know, well, I guess Braga needed to the win to advance, and Lazio are in second place. But there's a chance he might see a few more save if Lazio decides to yeah. try. But uh, you mentioned have, they're not very yeah. good, which is a fair point. I mean, I I'm with you. I, I have Oblak in my cash game lineup right now. So yeah, I I mean, what I think they they have the highest clean sheet odds on the slate. I mean, last time I looked, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the same as Porto. Um. Right. Yeah. yeah. The same That's as Porto. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would play all black if I can. 
Yeah, I like playing old lock. I mean, he's always Costa. a comfortable click with with them at home. Yeah, I'd play Costa too. I would play Costa if I had the money. Yeah, because Shakhtar will have to shoot. I think so. Yeah, makes plenty of sense. Oh. Yeah, no, I just don't really have. Fortunately, I don't have many other takes. I'm trying to make this uh, super punt lineup uh, work, and it's. Uh, I think it might. I think you might be giving up a little bit too much projection, just jamming too expensive forwards in in cash because you just have to scrape the bottom of the barrel at so many lineup spots. You're kind of just giving up two points here, two points here, two points here. You're just completely relying on your studs to go nuclear, and you don't really have any robustness. So, starting and, to think yeah, of the, the second forward, you're going to have to pay in the mid range. Yeah, it's like it's not a nuclear spot for either of them. If mm-hmm. you're like, it's we like the spot for Mbappe, but it's not like a you know you got a jam for 11k spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. I was looking at it too. I mean, I should. You can, you can do, you can make it work if you fade O'Reilly. But you're right. Do you, then you got to use, then you got to punt keeper and punt another spot. Doesn't need, seem like the right move. I I agree. You need Bruno Gomez to be a pretty damn good yep. play. You, and you're you definitely playing Bruno Gomez. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's doable, but yeah, it just doesn't seem optimal. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Sometimes. I've I've played the, I've played studs and duds in these spots before, and I've gotten justifiably crushed every time. I don't know. Maybe it works out that it'll be that way, but uh, you know, sometimes you just need to place your lots and just hope that you have the right expensive forward. There's always another slate. There's always Kang, like Chan says in the chat. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe you just play Kang. Yeah, that's probably the smart move. Just play Kang and then create Smond, like I have in the dummy lineup. And we'll see if I we'll see if I successfully avoid gigabraining myself onto something out of fear, but that that just seems like the safest cash move overall. Oh, Ryan, do you have anything else for the people? Unfortunately, no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, sorry. Do you? I don't know. No. No, not um, really. I thought maybe there was some angle that we didn't necessarily cover. Because I was just going to wrap things up. Otherwise, um, thank you all for joining us. I know we got 25 live viewers. Best way to support the program is uh, to become a subscriber. So rotowire.com backslash soccer trial. I got that right this time, Ryan. So hopefully Adam's listening. Um, become a subscriber. It's like 9.99. It's like 8.99 a month for soccer only, and then four dollars more for all the sports. Gives you all the tools and all the stats research. Helps you for your fantasy football leagues, your dynasty leagues, if you like to troll around looking for any hidden gems, if you can find any. So I think it's a great value, probably the best value if you want to do any soccer DFS. If you can't afford that, you can like this video and give us a little comment. You can give us a five-star review in the podcast feed. Give us a comment there. And otherwise, I will miss doing for the rest of the year these uh, Rotowire After Dark shows, but we will see you in February. So on behalf of Ryan and myself, Thank you all for listening, and good luck in all of your contests tomorrow. Thanks, Jack. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.